0: Welcome to the podcast edition of Dream Talk Radio. I'm your host, Ann Hill, and every week I explore topics related to dreams, sleep, health, culture, and consciousness. Dream Talk Radio airs every Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific Time on KOWS 107.3 FM in Occidental, California. And you can catch the live stream at www.kows.fm. Meanwhile, I hope you enjoy this edition of Dream Talk Radio. On the phone right now, I have Amy Brucker, who is calling in from the East Bay and uh, doing a research project on dreams and healing. So, uh, Amy, welcome to Dream Talk Radio.
1: Thank you, Anne. I love being on Dream Talk Radio.
0: This is your repeat appearance, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so what, what are you exploring in this new research project?
1: I am exploring... How dream imagery can help us have you know warnings of health problems mm-hmm. before we even know that we have them, or even shortly after we've been diagnosed with something or discover something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And they can actually chart a course for healing too by giving us images we can use in meditations to help uh, heal whatever's going on. But yeah. also, I had, I know someone who who decide, uh, decided she would use chemotherapy as a result of a dream that she had. Hmm. So it can be very specific. And the the situation or the, the difficulty a lot of dreamers have is that because they don't understand what to look for, it's easy to miss the significance of dreams and dreams mm-hmm. that are coming to help people heal. So
2: hmm. I'm
1: trying to collect examples so that I can put together an ebook for people so they can have ideas of what kinds of dreams are ripe with possibilities for healing.
0: Oh, what a great idea. That's a, that's a useful way to get that information out. Uh, you know, when I was studying uh, dream work with Jeremy, one of the, the, the sort of the um, things that he would always present is this idea that when we have dreams about our health, uh, if we have a literal dream, like for instance, I once had a dream, this was years ago, that I that I had breast cancer. I had cancer my, or these little things in my breast and I was taking this brush and scrubbing them off. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and freaking out, mm-hmm. right? Because here I was in my mid-30s and oh my God, do I really have breast right. cancer? That's horrible. But it wasn't. And so he said, well, yeah, the obvious references in dreams are often not about that particular illness illness or healing information in dreams comes through uh, more metaphoric channels. Do you find that to be true?
1: You know, that's such an excellent question because I have experienced both. Mm. I've experienced that when dreams are like yours come, they're often more symbolic of something else. Mm-hmm. But I actually know women who have found out they had breast cancer because they had they were wearing a hat in a dream that said breast cancer.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: So they can be literal. And this is one of the reasons I want to do this study is because whenever someone has a dream like that, it's always a good idea to get it checked out by a physician and to not assume one way or the other that it's literal or symbolic,
2: Mm -hmm. because it could
1: be both. And you're right, in my experience, those dreams are often more symbolic than literal and people panic and they get really nervous. Mm -hmm. So... uh, there are other ways of looking at those dreams to find the information, and that you know the cancer could be symbolic of a way of thinking that's mm-hmm. cancerous instead mm-hmm. of physical cancer. So
0: hmm.
1: that's one reason I'm doing the study.
0: Yeah, and, and you must get because oh, I should mention you—you you are the uh, creatrix behind the Dream Tribe website, which that's is this very cool online group of people who share dreams and talk about dream, in any kind of dream issues and questions on uh, on the sort of private site. And so I'm wondering, did, has this come up, have a lot of uh, healing issues and so forth come up on the Dream Tribe?
1: Yeah, actually, in we have a forum, uh, it's closed right now to new members, but a couple months ago, my sister actually mm. posted a dream on there, and she had asked if why she was experiencing a little bit of depression. And her dream showed her going to the grocery store and buying moldy bread. Hmm. And she didn't really know what to make of it. And I was talking about all sorts of symbolic things, you know, because yeah. that's more my uh, my way of doing dream work. And then Atava Garcia, I don't know how to say mm-hmm. her last name, Swaiska, I think, who is an herbalist at apothecary.com, dot ancestralapothecary.com said, um, you know, moldy bread, bread has a mold in it, and people with gluten allergies can experience depression. Huh. And she didn't even know that my sister had tried to incubate a dream about why she was experiencing depression. Oh, wow. So there was a direct correlation there between what she was experiencing in waking life and the healing information that came through mm. in the dream. So that's just one example of how Yeah, how healing can show up as advice of what not to eat.
0: Well, so did she get off gluten? And that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know my association with moldy bread. My my dad, my grandfather was one of the uh, the um, he he was in the navy, and his life was saved by the advent of the discovery of penicillin. And so every year for the science fair, my dad, who was a doctor, would say, well, just get some bread and let it mold, because penicillin (laughs) comes from moldy bread, so we would have the most (laughs) gross, disgusting science fair projects ever, (laughs) these little trays of moldy bread. See, look, penicillin.
1: That's great. That's great. Well, that's the thing about dream work and doing dream work with other people, is that we all have our own ideas of what they mean. Mm -hmm. So as you and I both know, we've worked with Jeremy Taylor. Yeah call it projective dream work when we project our ideas onto other people's dreams and I mean if we had five other people we could have five other ideas of what that dream meant that's right that's also partly what makes it difficult to do dream work on our own when it comes to healing it's so easy to miss the signs unless we know what to look for Mm
0: -hmm. Mm mm-hmm You know, this brings up a question. It's a little off topic. So, uh, you know, pardon me in advance. But uh, I was just thinking that yeah, we did both study with Jeremy through his uh, Marin Institute mm-hmm. for Projective Dreamwork. And there's, and you uh, actually teach dreamwork at the Chaplaincy Institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's present tense, right? You're yes. still there. Yes. Uh, and I'd have just recently gotten a couple emails from people saying, "Hey, I've got my bachelor's degree, and I think dream dream work would be a great profession to get into." And this is really—I mean, two in one month for me. I've actually
1: had some as well. Have you? I mean,
0: isn't that interesting? I mean, basically, I said, "Don't quit your day job." Right. (laughs) But I think it's a really interesting phenomenon that suddenly there's this really, this big uptick, this measurable uptick in interest in in dream interpretation. Do you find that to be true?
1: I absolutely do. And you know, you may know that Dr. Oz just had a whole hour-long special on dream work. And so I think it's making its way into the lives of people who maybe are curious about dream work, but... Have never really taken it seriously, or mm-hmm. have you know maybe used dream dictionaries up until now, and all of a sudden they realize there are other ways of doing dream work, and mm-hmm. it's definitely becoming more popular. It's very exciting to me because I think it has a, it it's showing our shift in awareness as
0: mm-hmm. people. Yeah, and so do you uh, have? In your practice, I mean, we both studied with Jeremy years ago, and it's interesting to for me to talk to people who have gone through that kind of projective dream work training and talk about how their own practice has evolved or matured or shifted since then. Do you find that that you've departed from his uh, th- stuff in certain ways, or is it you know, pretty much staying true to that?
1: No, it's actually, I would say, first I would say, the foundation I have of my dream work practice with Jeremy Taylor was essential mm-hmm. because of his beautiful way of talking about dreams. So when we, as your listeners may know if listening to you, we always talk about them as though they were our own dreams. So right. if you share your dream with me, I say, or my dream, it, you know, the moldy bread might be about penicillin right. or something <laughs> like that. But, um, But actually, I also studied with Robert Moss, mm-hmm. and he has such a very he has a different way of approaching dreams than Jeremy, and I find it really has comes down to semantics, but mm-hmm. it really did open up my eyes to different layers and ways of working with dreams, and that's partly why I to be the dream tribe,
2: because mm-hmm.
1: there are so many different ways of looking at dreams, and one of my uh, pet peeves, I would say, of, of other dream workers is when they say that dreams always are this or always yeah. are that, because I don't actually find that to be true. Yeah. I, I find that you know if if it's always symbolic it can always be literal at the same time or you know that's why i don't like the word always but mm-hmm. so that's i guess how my dreams have dream work has changed is that i i recognize that there are so many different ways of doing dream work that are equally valid
2: yeah
1: and that they can be literal they can be symbolic they can be sometimes it's it's less advantageous to do more analytical work and more, to the benefit of the dreamer, to enact a dream mm-hmm. or create some art piece based on whatever it was that happened, and that can be more moving and more powerful. So, yeah, I like having all of the different kinds of tools. Yeah, and judging in the moment, you know, what seems to be the best.
0: I would, I would agree with that. It's nice to have a, it's nice to have a big toolkit, and I mean, I think the the purpose, the practice of dream work is just sharpening our our sense our intuitive sense of what which tool to pull out at any given moment it really depends on the person and on the dream and on the circumstances i mean if this is somebody who's actually coming to one of us with who with a a a critical health issue and saying okay i have this i just got this diagnosis here's my dream what does it say i mean that's you know that's a different kind of of dream work than than uh, somebody with a whole that's a, you know just doesn't have that kind of stuff on the table at the moment and is exploring dreams because maybe they asked a particular question, right? You know, or they're trying to they're going through some rite of passage in their life,
1: right? And, and I was just thinking as you're talking that I do a lot of dream work and spiritual guidance, mm-hmm. and that has a different. There's different reasons for doing dream work in that situation as yeah. well, and so the the heady analytical side of dream work isn't necessarily helpful in those mm-hmm. in those scenarios. Yeah, and, and right. Sitting and meditating on the images or doing dream re-entry yeah. with a partner can be very beneficial as well mm-hmm. bringing that, the dream the the dream into life as living metaphors that's something mm. I love to do.
0: That's a nice way of putting it. That that reminds me of a dream that I worked on uh, with a friend the other day, and uh, she had a a medical condition that she was working on actively. It wasn't anything life-threatening, but it was something that she was really applying herself to, and she had this beautiful dream of getting this little, you know, this... um, and a little billfold and a little folder, and putting these two little homeopathic tablets in it, and just kind of tucking it away. Mm. And you know, we were—that was just one little scene from this very long dream, and it, but that, to me, had this resonance to it. And I finally figured out what it was. And I thought, I told her, you know, if this were my dream, I would actually—and I'm doing all this work consciously to correct this condition—I would actually use that as a, as a meditative, uh, as a, as a meditation like that, uh, attend to that part of my body, that particular organ, and just imagine, you know, sort of getting in there very gently and, and putting a couple little homeopathic tablets in there right. and just letting that sit.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: So that's that's a type of dream re-entry, but it's much, you know, it, it's it's just taking one little image from the dream.
1: Yeah, it's very active. And Mm -hmm. it reminds me of the work that Wanda Birch did. Oh yeah, she who dreams. I think is her book.
2: Yeah,
1: she had uh, cancer, breast cancer, and she did exactly the kind of thing that you're talking about. She used her dream images and used them sort of an active meditation. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what that would be called. Active meditation,
0: I guess. Active imagination. Active imagination,
1: right? Where where she imagined scenarios over and over again in her mind as healing a healing process, mm-hmm. and she healed herself of cancer with chemotherapy. You know that helps mm-hmm. as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But there, it's like the the people that have cancer and they imagine Pac-Man going and eating all of the cancer cells. Right. It's the same thing, except we're using the images from our own dreams
2: yeah.
1: to help instead of the Pac-Man game. Mm-hmm. So they come from within us, so they're that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. I wonder if your listeners would like to hear a few of the 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 things to look for. Oh,
0: absolutely. In
1: healing dreams. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. The the dream that I have on, it's the, the website is com, where mm-hmm. I'm collecting stories. So if you have any healing dreams and you'd like to share it, I'd love to hear. It's com, mm-hmm. And the example I have on the homepage is actually from a, a dreamwork teacher, colleague of mine who... Was diagnosed with cancer, and she, since she was a dream worker, she was paying attention to her dreams, and she dreamt that there were a lot of ants in her spiral staircase,
2: Hmm.
1: and there were too many to get rid of naturally, so she had to use a chemical pesticide to Hmm. kill them all off, Hmm. and it worked. Hmm. So she was then she was diagnosed with bone marrow. She had a bone marrow biopsy and had
0: prior to the prior to the dream or what. Prior to the dream, she had the biopsy or afterwards? I
1: think she had the dream first. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the details, but she mm-hmm. said that she discovered she had dreams before, during, and after the wow. treatment that charted her course. Hmm. So she chose chemotherapy, and she was actually close to death. Yeah. And she survived. She's not only survived, but she's she was healthy. Wow. I, I haven't talked to her, so I don't know how she's doing now, but she was very healthy last time I talked to her, which was less than two years ago.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So that was um, seven, eight years ago.
2: Wow, yeah.
1: So it worked really well for her, Mm -hmm. using her dreams to help her heal. And I know a lot of stories like that. So insects in dreams. Mm -hmm. In her dream, it was an ant infestation.
2: Mm -hmm. Infestation.
1: Uh, Other people have spider infestations. And I've heard people say... Dreams of spiders are usually cancerous. Dreams of ants are usually autoimmune deficiency. But in this case, that wasn't true. And I've had dreams of spider mites that were in a bowl. And so I had a bowl with spider mites in it, and there were cobwebs in it. And in my dream, I used tap water just to rinse it out. Mm -hmm. And it was fine. The bowl was clean. So I woke up thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I have cancer. You know, (laughs) spiders equal cancer. Um, But uh, it's just like your dream, you know, with the breast cancer. So uh, two or three, or a week later or something, I had an intestinal issue. (laughs) And I remembered my dream immediately, and I didn't eat any food, and I drank water for two days straight, more Uh than I would have otherwise, and I felt fine. And I knew that that dream was really just a warning sign that something was going to happen. And and in the dream, I was okay.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I rinsed everything out with water in the bowl of it's empty and fine. So that, so one thing that you and I know, Jeremy, always says is all dreams come in the service of health and wholeness. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those always statements that right. not everybody agrees with. Mm-hmm. But I tend to agree that if we have a dream, it is giving us information that we can use to heal. Mm-hmm. So if you have a dream of ants or spiders, for one thing, it does not necessarily mean that you have cancer. Right. It, it is something to pay attention to, however, notice in the dream whether or not there is anything you are doing to get rid of those mm-hmm. insects like <clears throat> like my uh, my colleague used a chemical spray to get rid of the ants and I used water to rinse out the spider mites
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, dreams often show a way to heal those things and they also are a sign that there is a way that you can heal even if they don't seem to give you something yeah. specifically to do in the dream
0: Hmm. That's really interesting. It's making me think of another dream that I. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sure I'm interrupting you. On no, here. no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, another dream. A uh, 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 friend of mine told me he had just gotten a diagnosis of leukemia, mm. and he had this dream that it wasn't an, it wasn't ants or spiders, but it was an alien invasion. Right. You know, from another planet and they were sort of humanoid and they were sort of, there's too, there were too many of them going through the halls, walking down the halls to this sort of central chamber. Uh, in his dream, there were too many of them right. to deal with to combat, and he was feeling helpless, you know, as in waking life, he was feeling very helpless about this diagnosis and what the then the aliens show up in the central hall and they start playing rock and roll they're sort of this grunge band, <laughs> and you know it I felt like I was seeing the snapshot of of the beginning right. scene in this very long dream evolution right. of how like. Is there a way to communicate with these alien invaders? Okay, right, right. we, you know, they're 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 really a grunge man. <laughs> right. So, it, it, I haven't spoken to him since this was last year, but um, it was really interesting to me. And I was thinking about that in terms of the spiders, the spider mites, the ants, and these these strange interstellar beings. Right. <laughs> in two, I just
1: had two thoughts while you're talking. One is about this dream. Is that there was a study done a while back on the influence of music on our health. Yeah. And it may have been that water mm. study. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, you know, maybe listening to Mozart as part of the healing yeah. and, and changing yeah. the, the internal music yeah. from, from a grunge rock band to to Mozart or something it's Mozart's healing music. But but. One of the dreams that's been submitted for my study is very similar. It, mm-hmm. it was a woman who had breast cancer. She was trying to decide if she should have a mastectomy or not. She dreamt that there were foreign people in a room.
2: Mm-hmm. She was
1: in her own space, but there, it was filled with foreigners. None of them spoke English, and she couldn't communicate with any of them. Hmm. and she woke up knowing her breast was full of cancer you know foreign yeah, invaders right and she had ended up having a mastectomy and, and she survived for a long time after wow. that so
0: yeah so that was the right course theme. similar dream theme yeah The the invaders the hordes the mongols <laughs> right
1: right and so my question is and i don't know the answer to mm-hmm. this are all dreams of invaders about illness
0: yeah that's a good question
1: you know question. are all dreams of foreigners in a room about breast (laughs) cancer you know i don't think so but i don't know the answer to that so Mm -hmm. i would love to study more dreams from people and find out what are the similarities and and jeremy taylor once pointed out something very interesting in a dream class i did and i i don't want to misquote him Mm -hmm. but I'll, i'll just say that it was something to the effect of he noticed that people tended to dream in the language of whoever it was that was helping them explore their dreams. Hmm. So people working with Jeremy tended to dream more in symbolic language. Yeah. And when I went to study with Robert Moss, he tends to look at things more literally. And mm-hmm. I noticed everyone in the class who studied with Robert, I was one of the only people that studied with both Robert and Jeremy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, everybody in the class tended to have more literal dreams.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I noticed that what Jeremy had said was true and that in those two situations the yeah. At least. So that's why I think it's important to know so many different ways of looking at dreams. yeah
0: I would totally agree uh we are talking today on Dream Talk Radio with Amy Brucker. Who is uh, the founder of thedreamtribe.com? And Amy is doing a bunch of really interesting research on dreams and healing. So, if you have a dream about uh, a dream that's alerted you to an illness, or that uh, that talked about some sort of health treatment that you could do use, or just w- even experiencing healing in a dream, uh, you should get in touch with Amy. And how is the best? Just, should people just go to thedreamtribe.com?
1: Yeah, the best thing to mm-hmm. do is go to thedreamtribe.com, and the first post there says, what if your dreams are telling you about health problems and you don't even know it? Yeah. And if you click on that link, it will take you to the full post, and the information and the contact information is there. And there are what I really am looking for are stories of people who have had healing dreams or dreams that have alerted them to an illness, warning dreams, mm-hmm. and then prescription dreams, which are dreams that chart a course for healing, like using chemicals to Mm -hmm. clear out the ants, and then maybe the course of treatment that they chose and how the whole thing worked out for them. Yeah, It doesn't have to be long and detailed, but the whole story would be great.
0: You know, this reminds me of this. Um, I I interviewed William Harris uh, in the past couple months, who wrote this great book about uh, dreams in ancient Greece, ancient Greece and Rome. Uh, fascinating book and he was a charming uh guest on the radio and you know i know a little bit about the asclepia Mm -hmm. the dream healing temples from the ancient world and i was i asked him one of the questions that had occurred to me in my uh limited research a few years ago which is that it seemed like there was this progression in the dream temples of dream of, of dreamers coming for healing having a dream that was basically a visitation from Asclepius the you know the healing deity that healed them so it was an experience as you're saying of healing in a dream right. versus these later reports that were more prescriptive Interesting. Uh, and so i asked him whether that was uh, was something that he would verify or even think was was sort of in the ballpark and he he said something which i hadn't even known which is that different asclepia uh, in different areas, had different focuses. So, for instance, the I believe it was the one on the island of Kos where the uh, first uh, kit of surgical tools was found. Way more reports there of prescriptive dreams from dreamers. Mm-hmm. Whereas I maybe it was the one on Epidoros was way more, they have more descriptions of dream healing experiences. So, again, to your point of... The language of dreams differs depending on who we have helping us interpret them or or what our framework is for understanding the the action of dreams.
1: Right, and to know that we could receive either or, mm-hmm. or both, and. Right, you know? right. And uh, actually I have had not a dream visitation from, I always say Asclepius. How are you saying uh, that?
0: Asclepius, I have Asclepius. no idea. Okay.
1: I don't either. But whoever he is, <laughs> the the god of healing uh, and dreams, uh, I have had visitation dreams from a dog one time who gave mm. me healing in a dream, and it was very profound, mm. and it was more emotional healing. But these dreams, I love to hear about these as well, mm-hmm. you know, healing dreams that right. have come to you, and what it was you experienced, what it looked like in the dream, and then what you know, you think it was going on, what was, what was being healed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't have language around what's really going on, and that's okay yeah. if you don't know what it was for. But I didn't know that about the uh, Scorpion temples.
0: Yes. I Fascinating. I was really thrilled to be corrected on that score. So. Mm,
1: that's <laughs> yeah. great.
0: And, and this also reminds me of one thing, um, sort of the tie-in between dreaming for health information and also just sleeping for for our health. Right. Uh, my friend, uh, who is a family practice doctor down in Santa Cruz, talks about how she explains, uh, uh, like, you know, for, for women, we always get pap smears because cervical cancer. Is, that's how you can tell if you're getting, if you have any abnormalities, right. then that's happened. She says, but what happens is there's abnormal cells in your body all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happens during sleep is that your body can reset. And if, you know, with enough uh, immune power, you can go in, the other cells sort of take care of the abnormal cells, they surround them, and they flush them out of your body. And that's one of the things that happens when we get a full night's sleep, is that the, the, our own immune system, all these helper cells, find these abnormal cells, these invaders... And they can they surround them and flush them out of our body. So that's one of the functions of restorative sleep. So I, you know, it's a really nice sort of interleave. If we're having dreams about invaders, seems to me one of the things to do is get more sleep that's before it becomes overwhelming.
1: Right. That's really great. I didn't know that, Anne. Yeah. And then also we can dream more. That's right. And uh, people wonder why they don't remember their dreams. and Often it's because they aren't getting enough sleep yeah. or they're stressed out. So I wonder now that you're saying this, if some invasion dreams are about clearing out those <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those unhealthy cells.
0: That would be something to explore, huh? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. It helped me to understand that. And because I know that's true, you can have an abnormal... Pap smear one year and then it's fine the next, or then fine a, a month or two later. And that's all because the body's had a chance to sort of get a grip on that situation right. and deal with it. Right. So, yeah. Anything uh, that you want to, to mention to our listeners here on Cows before, before we stop at the top of the hour?
1: I don't think so, other than I encourage everyone. To record their dreams, mm-hmm. because if something does happen and you find yourself in a position where you would like healing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: course or you know more information of what to do with uh, some kind of situation you're in, your dreams may actually be guiding you along the way. They could have come two years ago, they could come in the middle of it, and they can actually help you quite easily yeah. if you know what to look for. So pay attention to your dreams, record them, write them Mm -hmm. down. And don't do what I do. I often write the beginning of the dream, I get distracted, go get coffee or answer the phone or something, and then I forget to write the rest. So I've had dreams before, I swear, where I've written down, you know, I'm talking to a shaman in a dream and he's about to deliver like the most important part of the message and then I go and get coffee and I forget I'm recording my dream. And then three years later, I find that I don't have the information. (laughs) So Coffee. write down the whole dream. <laughs>
0: Coffee, the dream killer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Amy. We've been talking with Amy Brucker uh, this morning on Dream Talk Radio. And uh, dreams and health, I-, I encourage you to go check out thedreamtribe.com anyway. Uh, it's a great site. It's got some great articles by friends and colleagues of ours in the dream world. And it's well worth a visit. Thanks so much for coming on the air with me this morning.
1: Thank you, Anne, for having me. All right. You're welcome. Happy we'll- dreaming. Yes, you too. <laughs> okay, Bye. bye.
0: That ends this week's Dream Talk Radio Show podcast. Thanks for listening, and remember to tune in every Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. at www.kows.fm. This is Anne Hill, and I'll see you again next week.